0: So recently I've been extremely picky about the candles that I keep around the house. A lot of home fragrances don't really smell natural. They're not really sweet and have a lot of chemicals. And after learning that the candle industry contributes to an insurmountable amount of non-recyclable waste, carbon emissions, and just toxicity in the air, that has changed the way that I select the candles that I keep in my house. And that's why I'm so glad that Notes Candles exist. They're on a mission to help eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option without giving up High-quality fragrance that smells amazing. The candle industry has a major problem, which is almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year in almost all of them. And I mean all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years. That's right, a million insane but notes candles has created a solution they have a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again and again and again so you don't become a part of the problem and it's so easy to use the candles are made with fragrance wax beads so all you have to do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar fill it up with wax beads enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours and then do it all over again and you're ready for a new one. And you don't have to settle for less exciting fragrances with notes either. In fact, their collection of almost 13 fragrances are handcrafted by fragrance experts at their home base in South Carolina that are insane. I have a few of these here. Me and Jordan have been using them, and I love it. Me and Jordan both are really big Kindle users, ironically, and so we can't get enough of this. And they have all these interesting one-of-a-kind fragrances like oak milk, vanilla, pepperwood, potassium, Rose water, all of them are amazing. So be a responsible consumer while not giving up high-quality fragrance by making the switch to Notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandles.com slash justdifferent. Right now, Notes is giving our listeners 15% off and free shipping when you buy a Notes starter kit using code JUSTDIFFERENT. Just use code JUSTDIFFERENT when placing your order. That's code JUSTDIFFERENT at notescandles.com dot com slash just different are you ready let's get it all right yo what's up daddy family to d starks starks artist and you're tuned in to the just different podcast where we're talking everything faith life and culture welcome if you're here for the first time and of course welcome back if yeah. you've been rocking with us for a while sure i'm not gonna lie this this, this ep the one it's gonna be going it's gonna be the one what are we what are we talking about today what are we going? on what are we going May y'all see the know? title y'all see the title i see it everything heartbreak you know how to how to deal with it ins and outs how to get over it Mm -hmm. let's go no yeah and we got a few messages or i've been getting a few messages from different people that have either gone through the season before or are currently in that state of like going through a heartbreak or a breakup or something that's just like you know really put them in an emotional place that they're trying to get out of uh like whether that be like disappointments betrayed trust like when situations change people switch up Mm -hmm. or like the unexpected comes out of the people that you love the most you know Mm -hmm. And I think we understand that heartbreak can come in so many different forms. Like I said, it can be family. We trust from family that one's or rough. just from people that you have platonic relationships with. And, of course, on a romantic side, like yeah. if somebody cheats on you or if struck a nerve, for sure, <laughs> if somebody or if somebody just pushes the boundaries of right, what you set in that relationship mm-hmm. on a mental, spiritual or emotional level. Yeah. Or it can just look like somebody toying with your emotions. Real talk. Like here one day, interested, in, in gone to next. Playing games. Ghosted. Playing, playing, games. playing games. I'm too, I'm too man. old, man. Playing games. So um, this is what we're going to be really getting into today. And I think this is important because I believe that what happens to us on earth will always indirectly or subconsciously affect what we think about heaven. And how we walk out our relationship with God, right. and we, we say this all the time. You're probably sick of us, but it's one of the most vital parts of our walk. It's like working out your soul salvation, what your mind, your will, and in today's case, your emotions. Mm. And because like if we if we're being real, like it's di- it's really difficult to serve God with a clouded mind and a broken heart. Yeah, like you you be down tremendously bad during yeah. a heartbreak for <laughs> it's astronomical, bro, astronomical. This world. And like if we're being honest, it's a real challenge to give Him your all when you feel like someone else has taken a piece of you, mm. you know, and That's we have smart. to talk through that and be real with it cause he wants us to be healed and yeah. not have to like be stuck in that position that we're at. Okay. And so let's tap in let's get to, let's where, get to where, it, where I want to start this at. I heard it like this once and it said, uh, someone said it was um, God can heal your broken heart, mm. but you have to give him all the pieces to experience complete healing. We have to be in a position of complete surrender. Mm. So, like, you have to surrender all these pieces of your heart, the memories, the relationship, the experiences to God so he can put it back together. Yeah. Right? Heartbreak is one of those things. It's, like, one of the most, like, painful, like, excruciating, like, emotions anybody can experience or go through. Mm -hmm. Right? So, that's not something that you can get through by yourself, through yourself, or from yourself. Like, you need God. Mm. That's going to be him to put that together and and, like, mend that heart to where it needs to be. Yeah. But to get to that point of complete surrender, I think starting off this conversation you have to recognize and be real with what you're going through because mm. i think a lot of times people in the church are honestly scratch that people in general can will attempt to like minimize or invalidate what you're going through or what you're dealing with particularly when it comes to a heartbreak mm. right so it, it'll sound like this like that that boy shouldn't have you feeling like this like bro why why are you tripping like, over what you her mean? or it'll be like it'll be like girl he wasn't <laughs> even like that for <laughs> <That's> real <right? laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even like that for real. Or like, they they ain't all that. Yeah. You, you'll be straight. There's plenty of fish in the sea. You're going to mm. you, you, you gonna be all right. And so like, when you're hearing all that from other people, like that will then have you trying to convince yourself that like, you know what, maybe it's not that deep. Mm. Well, you know I, I am young. I've been there. Yeah. And I, it really ain't that serious. Yeah. I'll get over it. Mm. Maybe, maybe I'm tripping. Mm. Maybe It ain't hurt just, that bad, did it? Yeah, maybe it's just in my head. Right. uh mm but what happens is in those situations you're trying to combat emotion with reason and you have to realize that pain isn't right or wrong it's real say it again you have to realize that pain isn't right or wrong it's real so sometimes i've been in that position before too like you get out of a relationship and sometimes you'll be like bro why am i feeling this way Mm. Like, why is it hurting so bad? And so you're trying to almost other people, but you yourself will try to convince yourself out of it. Like, bro, like, I didn't even talk to them that much. I wasn't even into them like that. But you're still feeling this thing in your heart. And that's because pain isn't right or wrong. It's just real. That's different. So we, sometimes we don't want it to hurt. So regardless of the outside voices or our own voice, we still have to deal with this and put it on the forefront, like, of our mind to get through and heal, heal from. Yeah. Right? And we have to give ourselves grace too. Like, you know, even though, okay, I maybe wasn't with them that long. Or maybe they did treat me bad and they shouldn't be in my life. This is still something that's still here. And it's not right or wrong. It's just real. And mm-hmm. since it's real, you have to, like, go through and deal with it. Yeah, no, exactly. I agree. That's a fire. He said, say it again. What, pain isn't right or wrong. It's, it's real. just real. It's just real, y'all. That's different. I remember I was having a um, conversation with someone. They had recently went through a heartbreak. Mm-hmm. And at a point they brought up to me. They said, how is it fair that they had to fix something they didn't break? Mm. Why they themselves had to deal with the effects of someone else's actions. I think to your point, like, that isn't a burden God intended for us to carry on our own. Facts. Psalm fifty-five twenty-two: what? Cast your burden on the Lord, mm-hmm. and he will sustain you. It's something he's willing to take. It's just on us to place it in his hands. Casting that burden is our job, right? It isn't Casting the burden, the burden isn't something that's taken. It's something that's accepted. Mm-hmm. But, But I think what happens in some situations is... Instead of picking it up to place it in his hands, we send it in the opposite direction to be buried deep down. Run that real quick. Run that. I think what happens sometimes is instead of picking it up to put it in his hands, we take it in the, opp- the opposite direction and bury it deep down. Right. <laughs> and I think another point you made, you were talking about how people will, like try to invalidate your emotions. And yeah, I've, I've seen sure. it time and time again. I think I think what happens is their lack of acknowledgement of the issue creates the illusion that there never was one. Mm. And it'll mm-hmm. cause you It'll cause It'll cause you to leave Issues unresolved That's good Hidden, You know we We're talking about Oh like maybe it's just me Maybe it's in my yeah. head Right And we leave that We leave that unattended Right So not only do you have to Acknowledge the pain you buried But what about the pain They buried for you The pain they looked over I think a lot of people They'll try to bury your pain Because it's convenient for you mm-hmm. They don't They don't want to deal with it Right And they leave you Searching for graves That you never dug that's why I think I try to always make it a habit of praying to God to reveal the things in me that need to be removed because he'll he'll always he'll always reveal it right even if you know, like I said sometimes we bury things deep down and we kind of forget about it but I think when I pray that God has always revealed to me the things that need to be addressed no of course and like acknowledging that like Jordan was mentioned just acknowledging that and those graves and whatever you dig which whatever graves you dug or whatever other people did for you or try to suppress for you yeah. that bringing those to the light and giving it to God. And I think that, so I mentioned this and I believe it was, I can't hear God. And I basically said something along the lines of like, since we don't believe we're going to receive an answer from God, we don't go to him. And I think how that applies, that kind of applies here because like, since we don't believe we're going to receive empathy, mm-hmm. care, comfort, or genuine concern from God, we never bring our heart to him. Let's get into it, bro. So, so we don't really believe that he can mend a broken heart, mm. that he can actually bring me some type of comfort yeah. outside of what's on this earth and right. what's convenient and what's easy and what's accessible to me. Mm. But that's not the case. At you all. know what I mean? I struggle with that too, like sometimes thinking God is just so far from me, but he's really like involved and in, or wants to be involved in an integral part of our lives. Like we mentioned all the time, like he, I'll, I'll be thinking like he just doesn't, like we know he cares, but it'd be like sometimes he ain't really dealing with yeah, me. Let's about be this. He ain't let's fooling be with me. Yeah. Like this little girl, like, come on now. Like, <laughs> come on now. And we just think he's so far from yeah. us, and that's just not the case. Um how did, how did Maverick City say there was like uh <laughs> What song was it? It was like I'm uh, talk to me. Like um If he dresses the little ways, right? With beauty and slender, yeah. how much more will he clothe you? Okay, vocal. How much more? Oh, this next part right here though. It was like, um, and if he watches if he watches over. Yeah. Every sparrow. Uh-huh. How much more? No, yeah, yeah, you yo, yo. Okay, vocal. But no, okay. that but for real though, like he I mean, if he dresses the lilies. Right. How much more it talks about that? Come on, Matthew six. It talks about like how much more valuable are you are than the lilies of the field and the birds of the air? Yeah. Like he cares, right? Mm-hmm. He wants to be. He wants to be involved in this. Yeah. And I remember me and Jordan, we were uh, we were at dinner with one of our good friends, just catching up not too long ago, and I mentioned the the verse uh, in Matthew eleven, verse twenty eight, and that talks about how Jesus, his uh, burden is easy. Or his yoke is easy, and his burden is light. Yeah. And I, after I had mentioned that scripture, I said that he meant that. Mm. And we talk about this all he the time. It's like that. we know it, but do we believe it? I believe that when he said that he meant it, mm. that our walk—it's going to be difficult. Trials will come, and things are going to happen. But he didn't make it complicated. And he meant that when he said that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. He meant that. He meant that. So when I look at uh, scriptures like Psalm 34, 18, it says, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves, cr- saves those who are crushed in spirit. Guess what? He meant that. When I look at 1 Peter 5, 7, that says, Cast your anxiety on him because he cares. Guess what? He meant that. When I'm going through Luke... And I'm looking through the gospel at Luke 12:7, And it says that, indeed, the very numbers of your hair are numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Say it with me. He, he meant, meant that. that. He meant that. And so I don't know how much of offering your praying to God is difficult. I think, like, I think believing he'll do something with it is the battle. No, I need to hear that. Yeah, I need to hear that again. Mm-hmm. That was that was a part. I don't know how much of offering your pain to God is difficult. I think believing he'll do something with it is really half the battle. Mm, right. That's good. So I, maybe, yeah, maybe giving your pain to God, of course, is a challenge and difficult. But I think half that battle, rephrasing it, is believing he'll actually do something with it. Right. That he can take your pain, what your sorrow, and turn it into joy. Mm. And that'd be the place of exchange in which you give what you have for what he is. And I think we have to start there in that conversation like we said, acknowledging it what's going on and then believe then surrender it to him and making and believing that he can actually do something with it because that's where it starts first. if we don't believe that he can, then we'll never actually approach him or go to him with it mm, that's a and it's just step. that simple he meant that he meant that y'all real talk but now what um how how you do with yours? your little heartbreak you know when, when she just ripped y'all your- <laughs> Heart been broke so many times. <laughs> Not the rise. I Don't know me, what to believe. To be on blast. No, crazy. but for like, with, no, seriously, yo, yo, so how did you deal with that? What did that look like for you um, going through yours? I think something that helped me with the kind of the heartbreak that I went, went through was just understanding that, you know, some people are just seasonal. It's kind of simple, but with the right pressure applied, I think it's impactful. I think for me, I kind of just wanted closure closer with that situation. You know, it was like, dang, why did this have to happen? And I wanted to get that like kind of security. But that was my my closure, just understanding that some people are just seasonal, you know, and some connections just run their course and they serve the purpose that God had. Right. And I think something, you know, even adding to that is when I realized that a lot of these connections and things under the sun are temporary, it kind of led me to the only thing that's eternal, Mm. you know, which is God. So yeah, I think that's just realizing that a lot of things are just seasonal, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, yeah, I think that's good. Um, and I think for me, like I guess it was really a part of my testimony because I went through, I guess, like my major, one of my like major breakups or heartbreaks that I felt my like sophomore my sophomore year, mm-hmm. and um, after that, you know, it's like it's like one of those things where you got like emotional damage with physical pain. You feel what I'm saying like have you? <laughs> Are you laughing, bro? <laughs> you know that sounds like emotional, no Damn. It. <laughs> but like, I guess when you when your heart breaks and you feel like you physically feel it, you know what I'm that's talking about. Of, yeah. That's a different type of pain, that's a and, type and that's of what I was going through. And of course, like granted, you got put context, and I was super super young. But and I was going through that, and I felt that weight of like mm-hmm. that that breakup and that experience, like really throughout the entire summer after my sophomore year, and then I came. I, I finally had like a week where I really came to God with not surrendered at all and for me going through that heartbreak how I dealt with it was really worship. Mm. Right and I thought talk, we talked about it once in our bible study but uh worship is a place of exchange. Yeah. Right where you exchange what we mentioned we mentioned this uh a little bit a little bit ago like your sorrow for his joy. Mm. Right, your pain for his healing. Yeah. Right, your anxiety for his peace. Like it's a place for exchange for what you have for who he is. And what you 're dealing with for the spirit that he has to come upon you, and that was really what got me through it. you know what i mean it 's acknowledging that and just giving him that pain and and seeing how he was how he exchanged that mm-hmm. in moments of like worship and true true surrender, and just giving it all out to him and We mentioned this in the Bible study as well, and I said that sometimes tears are prayers mm i really do believe That's that different. i believe that sometimes even yeah. tears are prayers so that was a season where like yo like sometimes like tear was my tears were my only prayer prayers to god the only thing i had to offer him and mm-hmm. it, t- it talks about in psalms fifty-eight, 56, 8 excuse me that you have collected all my tears in your bottle you have recorded each one in your book like i think that that stands alone it talks for itself like he is recording every tear yeah from your eye and that just goes to a testament that he does care and i think we have to always start there that we have to give it to him and understand that that's something that he's worried about and when you're going through these seasons of pain and hurt and sorrow that like yo for tears all you got god will take it Mm. he's counting everyone that's all you got man just give all you got Give what you have and he'll give and he'll give you what who he is Mm. and and what he has and that exchange and then that's where you'll start feeling you know really that 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 healing process began because that's what it was for me it's just like those like moments of worship honestly he's getting his presence like that was it that's yeah no that's good bro that's fire bro he's, he's collecting the tears he's collecting everyone he man. meant that bro he meant that he Ooh. meant that and it's crazy we're kind of in hindsight looking back on it that's kind of what helped me with my situation was realizing that he meant that with like romans eight twenty eight. the scriptures like all all things work out for the good of those who love the lord Realizing that he meant that Mm -hmm. that's what kind of helped me. And what I mean by that is like, for me, it was realizing that, you know, things are, are, it's a process, right? It's definitely a process for me in my situation. It was that it wasn't the heartbreak itself that led to the It wasn't the heartbreak itself that led to a depressed. In my situation, it wasn't the heartbreak itself that led to the depressed state, but it was a little bit of impatience, too. I think it, my impatience bred hopelessness. And I didn't notice it in the moment, but when I was looking back on, like, the situation, I realized that I just wanted to feel happy, like, so badly again that I forgot. Like, it, it was a process, right? But you actually had to heal first. I had to hit. That's good. I had to actually heal first, right? But it was my, you know, that was the downfall because, like, I think when impatience comes, the hope leaves, you know? And without that hope and faith that faith that all things will work out, you know, then you have nothing to fight those thoughts with, you know, the thoughts that come like, you know, you'll, you'll never get over this, you know, you never feel like you did, whatever. So I think once I actually leaned on and realized that he meant that and, and sat in that and became patient with my process is what, it have definitely helped me. With my No, of course. Sure. I think. I mean, we we've all found ourselves in that position of like, like I said, we don't want it to hurt. Mm-hmm. We don't want it to be as serious as it may be. Yeah. And we want to. Sometimes we take a, pr- a position of pride. Like, why would I allow them to put me in this position or <laughs> yeah. let me feel this pain? For sure. And it's like it's here. Mm-hmm. Like you're dealing with it. And it's something that you you have to face because that's what we'll do. Um. It's like yo, I'm just trying. To, I'm trying to get. I just want to get over them. Yeah. I, I just want it to be over. I want it to be in my past. I want to like just don't want to think about them anymore. And it's like. That's cool, and that's the goal, and that's the part yeah. of the process of to heal completely, but you actually have to walk it out. you gotta walk it out right, and that's something that you're gonna wake up one day and just like delete a number, mm. block a contact, and then you're good. It's a process right, and you patience gotta. and walking with God through that and allowing him to show you what that looks mm-hmm. like is really the one of the biggest parts, yeah, you gotta pick up those pe yeah, you gotta pick up those pieces and lay them in his hands. you know what I'm saying, mm. Mm. piece by piece, that's yeah. good, um. Then no, yeah, and so I wanted the ne- uh, next thing I want to talk about is like basically um, practical. I guess practical steps mm. in a way, like just steps like on em. like what's next. Like you know, like okay, I'm going through this heartbreak, I'm feeling this, but what are like the steps I need to take to really start giving this to God and I laying this at His feet. The first one is forgiveness, which is really an EP within itself, talking about that. But the reference verse for this one is Colossians three thirteen, and the way I've heard. Forgiveness described is. I don't know if it's going to make sense. I couldn't like exactly find the sermon or what I listened to, but it said that it's canceling someone's debt that they have against you. forgive Forgiveness crazy. is canceling someone's debt they have against you. So whenever you see someone, right, see someone, forgiveness is, right, you no longer owe me anything. Mm. And I think sometimes when we go through heartbreak and someone, you know, betrays your trust or completely just right just does you wrong and leaves you with like an emotional hurt that beyond anything like you've probably ever felt before we feel like there's a debt against them that they have to pay right and so every time we see them that resentment comes up right that emotion comes up of all that hurt all that Mm -hmm. pain all that that you felt and that hatred or resentment you have against them because you feel like because that debt's still there right so forgiveness, it's like your debt's paid. You do It's owe canceled. Me, it's canceled. You don't owe me. You don't owe me. So when I see you, you don't bring up those emotions anymore. That's tough. When I that? see you, the baggage connected to what your name meant to me at one point is no longer there. Why are you try to say? I don't know if this makes sense, but that was a fire. No, <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I didn't know. But that's a good um, point. It's canceling someone's debt. Cancel someone's debt. Canceling someone's debt. So in this process, you have to do that first, right? So like I said, verse for that is Colossians 313. Go check that out in your own study time. And the second part is allow your heart to heal, but don't give up on love. Mm and jordan mentioned this briefly earlier but sometimes we get in those moments where like and i'll be in that too like after i, talk, I saw this tiktok um dang, i can't remember the sound on it but it was like me after another failed talking stage <laughs> and i was weak but for real like sometimes i'll be like bro i'm not talking to nobody no more i'm yeah. just gonna be single and i'll be dead serious too i'll be like i'm just i'm just done like this ain't for me no more um and that's not the mindset that you can have or you have to you have to bring into it right i think in that moment allowing your heart to heal but not giving up on love you have to what you have to do is surround yourself with the love you already have yeah. friends yeah. family your inner circle people that that guide you right and are going to lead you in the right direction and the verses for that are proverbs eleven fourteen, and that talks about how like um talks about good counsel and having that around you and how that makes all the difference, like, in your life. And then also Galatians 5.16, which talks about walking by the Spirit. Because you have to allow the Spirit to remind you of what real love looks like mm-hmm. and what that is in your life. And then lead you to that type of love, Yeah. right? To so those type of people that you need to continue to let in your life and accept Right. Um, so your heart can be guarded. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, those, that's it. And then the third point is you need to reflect but don't dwell, right? That's reflect good. but don't dwell. So don't allow yourself to dwell in the same emotions you had while you were in that season of heartbreak mm-hmm. like I mentioned earlier when you see that person like those emotions over time the healing process removes that baggage it starts to cancel that debt out so you're obviously you're going to reflect on that because there was a purpose in that like Jordan said there was some type of purpose that you got out of that because eight Romans 8.28 all things work out for the good of those that love mm-hmm. him there was something that came out of that a lesson that you needed to learn something that God wanted to teach you or at least something that he did teach you through that that you can reflect on but just don't dwell there don't, dwell there. don't, de- don't stay stuck in your past cuz you can never have make room for your future where God wants to take take you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um and there are reference verses for that are Philippians 3:13 um and Isaiah uh 43:19 and one of those talks about how like I'm leaving behind the former things to look ahead for what is and what is to come. Yeah. And that's basically the idea behind that. And then four, you have to this is one this is probably the most important one period after forgiveness, like you have to reorient your time. Right? Mm. So don't so, like getting real practical, like, don't during your season of healing, you have to be very, very intentional about what you're allowing yourself to be surrounded by, things you're allowing yourself to hear, things yeah. you're allowing yourself to see. So, staying away from like triggers you know so like some depre- depressing song sad song like marvin's room probably shouldn't be on the playlist at, at all, all. <laughs> <laughs> at all like stuff like that because it gets real practical and even watching those triggers so whatever it is that may remind you of that person like removing that out of your life for a season of time we're not listening to that song or watching that show because that's the things that can bring that back yeah. so you can just focus on you and where god's trying to take you and really healing and putting those pieces uh mm. back together as yeah. you're giving them to him so uh the reference verse for that is proverbs 4 23 and I talks about about guarding your heart above all. And that's the most important part of this process is like really allowing God to heal you, but you have to that has to be your focus of really making God the priority of your healing um, and removing any other distraction or hindrance or stumbling block to that process. Um, and then five, last one is clarity, not failure. Um, and what that means is you have to have a change of perspective and ask God for clarity and guidance of what happened and what you went through. And asking the spirit, okay, what was I supposed to learn from that? Right, right. How can I grow from this? How can this bring me closer to you? Mm. Right. I think, like you said earlier, sometimes we get stuck in that sometimes victim mentality or mindset, and we we've all been there. Like, I'm like, why me? Like, why 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 was this? And it's 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 valid. Like I said, it's real. Like, bro, why did that have to happen to me? Why they have to do that to me? Like, why why was I not enough? Mm. You know what I mean? But I think we have to allow the spirit to have to shift our minds and to guide our minds into a different perspective on what we went through and that's how we can really start like healing for real. You know what I mean? Mm. And I think um, those all are important. So yeah, forgiveness, allow your heart to heal but don't give up on love. Reflect but don't dwell. Reorient your time or just be intentional about your healing. And five, clarity not failure. Have a change of perspective. And those are really the things that are going to lead you to um just getting really getting over like heartbreak and that and that season of like that just the emotional like just the stress that you may be like going through or dealing with for real Cups of the rosé <laughs> <laughs> No yeah so you got you got um anything else for the people what you want to leave them with man Oh man I'm mm-hmm. just saying you, you could do better <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah um I guess I'll just say Guys at the door. His hands are open. Like we said earlier, it's, it's just up to you to place that there. Mm. You know, do what you got to do. The pieces might be scattered. You know, pick them up. You know, get them gathered get together. Put them in his hands. Take it from there, man. Yeah, and no, I guess I'll just add to that for mine. Um, it's like I, like I started out. It's like to experience complete healing, we have to be in a position of complete surrender. And I think that's one of the biggest. Biggest parts of all this, and just really realizing that he cares, mm. that he he's for you, uh, he's concerned with the integral part of your life, what you're going through day to day, your emotions, your mind, your experiences, your heart, and he wants it all. Right when we say he's Lord over our life, we we have to mean that, because everything he says he meant. Yeah. And so on our end, we have to mean what we say when he is Lord, right? When we say, "God, you have it all. Right? He, then he has to I remember I saw um, I saw this tweet we reposted it wasn't too long ago and it was like uh, if Jesus is enough why won't you let him be? if Jesus is enough if you mean that because mm. he, he said his grace is sufficient mm-hmm. and his power is made perfect he meant that mm. But do you? The only limitations God has are the ones you put on him. Y'all know y'all heard it last EP, but do you? If you say, but he's enough, Mm -hmm. then why won't you let him be? Let him be. He wants to be. Give it to him, right? He's concerned with what you're going through and what you're dealing with, particularly when it comes to heartbreak, you know? And this is a sensitive time, man. um. He wants you to be vulnerable with him. and he's not looking down at you like, bro, like you, you tripping. They wasn't even like that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Promise, he's not looking down sis, like that. Sis, he was weak. Like he's, he, he's very sensitive. He's empathetic. Yeah. Hmm. He's very sensitive to what we go through. So that's pretty much it. That's what we want to leave y'all with. Yeah, man. We hope this blesses y'all and gives y'all some practical tips to help y'all with what y'all going through and what you've been through and all that. But y'all know what it is. Stay you. Yeah. Stay real and stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love.